What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Progress on Purpose podcast. I'm so happy that you are back with us for another week if this is not your first time listening in. However, if it is, welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. Right now, we are in our second season of the show where we are focusing on the journey to wholeness. And if you have not been listening in, you are missing out. So if you need to go ahead back to a couple of episodes and binge listen, because this uh, journey to wholeness season has been amazing. I would like to remind everyone to share the show. Don't keep it to yourself, but hit that share button. We are looking to have 20,000 downloads by the end of the year, as well as 1,000 ratings. So if you love the show, please share it. Please comment. Please give us that five-star rating so that we know that this show is impactful for you. Today, I'm really, really excited because I have an amazing person on the show. I mean, I always have amazing people, but this one right here, I met her a couple of weeks ago while I was in Ohio. And when I tell you she is a powerhouse of a person and yet so meek, so humble, so sweet, she truly is. I mean, she's one of those people who is a brainiac. Um, She's definitely smart, but she's also so funny. Like we had such a good time and we connected from the moment that we met. And I'm grateful to have her in my sight, in my circle, in my life. And I truly, truly, truly am honored to share her with this platform today. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Adrian Blake. Adrian Blake, also known as the Boss Doll, is the curvy fit chick who transformed the course of her life in the model of her own weight loss journey. After losing over 70 pounds, she decided to serve others by telling her story and sharing just how she did it. This led to the creation of her first six-figure business, Doll Face Fit, where she has and continues to help thousands of women who identify with her story lose weight too. Adrienne is also the founder of Blake & Co, an all-natural skincare line, which I know once you try it, you will be hooked just like me. Adrienne has a bubbly, warm, inviting personality that so many people resonate with. Here to share her journey to wholeness and teach us how we can get our life in order and secure the bag is Miss Adrienne Blake. Hello, Adrienne. Welcome to Progress on Purpose podcast. I am so excited that you could join us today. More than anything, it brings me so much pleasure to have a platform to share all of the dopeness that you are with the world. After today, more and more people are going to know just exactly what you do, your story, and you're going to inspire so many people to live intentionally and to make progress on purpose. So I'm so happy that you could come on today. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I have to say, before you even talk, I have to say how I met you. Um, I traveled to Ohio for the Becoming Her conference, and you were the one in the room who was quiet, yet you were a quiet storm. When you did speak and introduce yourself, you talked about not just everything that you were doing, but you shared bits and pieces of your story, and you were so transparent 
and you it's almost like from what you were saying you commanded the room so I appreciate you so much because since I've met you you've been as I just shared with you offline an advisor to me a mentor to me someone that inspires me and I am already hitting the ground running with some of the goals that I have so thank you so much you're welcome Yes, yes, yes. So Adrian, please tell us a little bit about you and how you got started doing the work that you do. Um, okay. My name is Adrian. I am from Ohio. And I have first of all, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I have yeah. quite a few businesses. Um, my first business is a fitness business, it's online fitness. It's called Dollface Fit on Instagram. It's Dollface Fit and Facebook. And that business started in, started on March 4th of 2013. So we're coming up on seven years. And then my second business is called Blake & Co., and we are blake.n.co on Instagram and Blake and Co on Facebook. And that business is skincare, homemade skincare, all natural, organic, very good for problematic skin, especially eczema, because that's actually why the line was designed. Mm-hmm. And we started that business last year in May not sure of the exact date for that one I just know it was May so we're coming up on a year for that business as well and then my other stuff I'm not gonna mention because they're more so like hobbies than businesses but all my paperwork is set up like business <laughs> I, I love that so much because you you said you're a serial entrepreneur, and that's so true. And so many of us nowadays are serial somethings, whether they be us working a full-time job and then having our uh, side hustles, or we have several businesses that we're growing at the same time. I'm similar to that. I have, I call myself a serial solopreneur because right now it's just me, but I also have a full-time job. Um, but I am building other businesses at the same time. Can you share, though, the story behind Dollface Fit and how that even came to be, how you lost the weight? And Because um, you shared the story with me, and it was such, such a great story. I would love for you to have share. I would love for you to share it with the listeners and how Dollface Fit got started as a result of it. Sure. Okay, so... I was overweight, approximately 300 pounds. Um, The last time I had got on a scale was, I was like 275-ish, 280. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of stopped stepping on a scale. And I know I had gotten bigger, but I just didn't know how much because at that point I was just like, I don't even want to know anymore. So anyways, my co-parent... Which, (laughs) Um, my co-parent basically gave me a reality check. He came to me and he was like, you look a mess. You completely let yourself go and you need to do something. 
he didn't give me a chance to defend myself or explain what was going on with me or anything. He just walked in, said it with pure look of disgust on his face and then turned around and walked out. Mm-hmm. And when I say my feelings was just so hurt and I was just like, oh my gosh, I got to do something. And I didn't have, I had no idea what I was doing. I've always been on the chunkier side my entire life. Not necessarily fat, but just like bigger than everyone else. Mm -hmm. But after I had my first child and some depression, I just blew up to 300 pounds. So anyways, um, I started to work out and eat right at home. It was a secret. Like I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want him to know. I didn't want my mom to know. My son was only one at the time, my oldest son. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even had my second child yet. And I just went on a secret diet. I didn't take any before pictures. I didn't know how much I weighed. I didn't even know anything. I didn't even know if it was going to work. And I really just was kind of on autopilot because I wasn't paying any attention. I just knew I was drinking my water, eating right, and working out every single day. And this was around fall of 2012 when I started. And springtime, it was starting to get warm outside. Um, I was starting to go spring shopping to prepare for the new season. Anyways, um, I tried on a size 20 and it was too big. So I'm like, okay, 18. Their clothes must run big here. So, you know, we always get excited when we think something run big. Like, oh, yes. (laughs) So I'm like, their clothes must run big. Trying to 18, still too big. And not only is it too big, it's like huge. So I'm like, okay, let's do 14. 14, too big. 12, now it's starting to fit, but it's still like gappy, just too big. And I had went all the way down to a size 10. I was like, okay, even if that clothes run big, like it don't run that many sizes (laughs) too big. So I'm looking in the mirror and just like shocked, like, wait, what? When did this happen? Like I had no idea. I didn't see myself getting smaller at all because I was literally like on autopilot just in a state of depression and I only realized that it was depression looking back while I was going through it I didn't think I was depressed I just thought I was normal I don't know but the way the memories are very vague and then it just seemed like a dark period of my life I was like man that was depression so Anyways, um, I worked at a call center, uh, Victoria's Secret Call Center, and when I went to work, everybody was like, when I went to work in my new clothes, everybody was like, you lost weight, and they were like, well, she didn't have surgery because she hasn't missed any days of work, Mm -hmm. so they was like, what are you doing? So I started telling everybody because I was all excited because now it's hit me that I really didn't went and lost all these pounds. Mm So I'm telling everybody I'm all excited. And then there was a lady who didn't work at the call center. She was a friend of someone else. And she was like, uh, 
well, can you just send me an email or everything? And I was like, yeah, but it's going to cost you. And she was like, how much? And I was like, $20. And I just randomly pulled a number out. Like, had no idea what I was doing. I, I didn't think she was going to pay. So I was just talking to be talking, honestly. Mm. <laughs> so then she was like, um, how am I going to pay you? And I was like, I don't know. And then my friend at work was like, PayPal. I didn't even know what PayPal was. Mm. I was like, okay, how does that work? So... My friend helped me set up my PayPal account, and the lady sent the money right over. So then when I got off of work, went home, composed the email, and sent it to her. And essentially, that's how my business, Dollface Fit, was born. Uh, when I first started, after I sent that first email, so when I came up with my name and first started, essentially, it was just a hobby. Like, mm-hmm. I was just helping people lose weight. And, you know, just making a couple extra hundred dollars a month. And that was, like, gravy to me because I had no plans on starting a business. Mm-hmm. So, that, that extra couple hundred dollars a month was just, like, everything. And I was like, man, you know, I'm getting paid to help people and it's something that I actually want to do. So, then when business started to pick up because I was making a name for myself on Instagram and I started making more money... I was like, okay, let me uh, make this into a real business. So I started researching researching everything that I needed to know about starting the LLC and everything like that. And when things really got serious for me was the following year. So I started my business in 2013. The following year, um, I did $30,000 in one month. And that was more money than I had made that I would that I would make the entire year at my current job. So at that point, I I didn't quit my job at that point. But at that point, I had mentally checked out Mm -hmm. from my job because I was just so focused on my business. So I ended up getting in trouble at work, getting put on a written notice Hmm. for being unproductive. Go figure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just ended up putting in my two weeks when I got put on my written notice. And my boss was like, no, you don't have to, you know, quit. We just want you to get back productive. We know you can do the work because you proved it to us before. And I was just like, no, um, I'm just going to go ahead and quit. And I let him know the reason why. And the reason I did that was because I really liked my boss and he was getting in trouble from his boss because of me, because I wasn't doing anything. And we just had a great relationship and he wasn't coming down hard on me enough for his boss, his boss's approval. So he was getting in trouble. I'm like, I'm going to get this man fired. Let me get get out of here. So that's basically how, um, Dollface Fit came about, and ever since then, um, I haven't looked back. I've just consistently been doing five-figure months and expanding. Um, I'm in over 20 countries. Wow. Wow. Um, So it's a global brand. It's not just in the United States. I help women all over the world lose weight, and it's a very effective platform just because of the way it's set up i have group support which is very beneficial when you're on a weight loss journey because anyone who's tried to lose weight before 
they know it's a difficult task. It's it's very challenging just because you're highly motivated in the beginning and then you get kind of up motivated and you get motivated back and it's just you need a support system honestly if you want to achieve your goals. So that's one of the reasons uh, my program really works. And then another reason is because women can relate to me just because of my story. I'm not some skinny girl who started working out and now I want to teach people how to lose weight and never had to lose weight myself. Like that's not my story. So that's pretty much how Thou Face Fit works and how I got started. There is so much I want to unpack <laughs> unpack in what you said because, um, you know, we're on the journey to wholeness this season. And so when you talked about how your co-parent came to you and said that um, you looked a mess and you said that you were hurt as a result of that and you went into this depression, but you didn't even realize that you were depressed. So I'm curious as to how did you know or what made you think that you were even depressed did, were there signs that you saw or was it something that you know happened that made you think that you were even going through a depression so when I didn't realize that I was depressed mm-hmm. during that time frame of my life until after way after when I started to tell my story. Mm. And the only reason I say that I was depressed is just because looking back on that time frame of my life, it only makes sense. I basically wore the same thing every day. Like I had jeans, they were all the same color. They were were like all the same jeans. Mm -hmm. I had a couple pair and I would like wash a couple times a week. And then I had these hoodies because my call center was always cold. So I always wore a hoodie because it was freezing in there. But yeah, I basically wore jeans and a hoodie every single day. I didn't try to like do anything to get fancy or cute or slay or anything. And then it just, that time period just seemed so dark to me. Like I feel like I literally just went to work, picked up my child daycare went home repeat every single day i can't recall going to a single party or barbecue or anything it just seemed so dark and while i was living through it i didn't think that i was depressed but it only makes sense because how did i allow myself to get that big why don't i i barely remember anything except for the significant details but other than that I barely remember anything about that time period. How did I not notice myself? I mean, I lost almost 100 pounds. How do you not notice yourself losing 100 pounds? Like, that's a lot. You don't notice 10, okay, but 100, that's a lot. And you don't even know? Like, I had no idea. I was in that dressing room like, well, something is not right. (laughs) Because this is my size. So, I just, I don't know. I wasn't, like, diagnosed or anything, but I feel like that's that would be Adrian's version of depressed. That's so, that's interesting, so interesting because, because when... Um, when we're either losing weight or gaining weight, if we're not conscious of what 
it's going on because we're depressed or because there's something else on our mind that is block, literally blocking us from being able to see what is right in front of us. We don't even realize that we're either gaining weight or losing weight. My story is the opposite. Um, I noticed that I looked in my closet and, and actually I can't even take all the credit for it. My daughter looked in my closet and she's like, you wear a lot of black. And I'm like, I do. And so ever since she said that to me, I I looked in my closet and I'm like, yeah, I do wear a lot of black. Like, what is that about? And one of the things that I realized is that maybe I wear a lot of black because I, I know for me over time, because of the things that I have gone through, I gained weight over time. You know how they say black make you look a little smaller. So I started, um, I started wearing more black to kind of hide some of that or like wearing blazers and stuff to kind of look a little bit slimmer and do different tricks, but not even consciously realizing that it was a behavior that I had. So I totally, totally understand, you know, how you couldn't see what was right in front of you. Yeah. But but there, but there even, even in that there were some intentional things that you did that you talked about that I want to unpack because um, even though you were um, you know going through what you were going through and you were silently losing weight not saying nothing to nobody even that is intentional and that's really really big because so often we still want to live out loud so to speak when it comes to doing some, doing any type of change but um i'm learning more than anything in my 30s that doing things in silence is way more effective than doing things out loud and so even with you um just doing things in silence and then you know, building your business as a result of the own your own testimony that you have was also really really dope. Like, who would who would think that in this time, um, people's testimonies and people's stories would be that which goes to make people lots and lots of money and and not just about money but also being able to sustain your lifestyle and build a new lifestyle for your family as a result of it. How has that, how has that business changed the trajectory of your life and your kid's life? Oh, wow. Okay. So completely. If you were to tell me eight years ago today that I would be living this lifestyle, I would have been like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And I say that because not necessarily the money, but the lifestyle, the freedom that I have. So one of the things that I didn't touch base on was that um, I'm very smart. I graduated at the top of my class and I originally wanted to be an anesthesiologist. Mm -hmm. So I had always knew in my heart that I would be successful and financially free. I just thought that I would be working, like physically working for the money and clocking in and being on call and stuff because I wanted to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. So for me to make as much as a doctor, if not more, I'm pretty sure it's more and able to roll out the bed when I feel like it or be on a plane or in Bora Bora or wherever I'm at 
And still, I just never would have thought. I didn't even feel like that was a possibility. Like, I didn't know this type of lifestyle existed. So, it's definitely um, changed me and my children's life. Um, My kids, they travel with me frequently because I love to travel. That's actually one of my other businesses that's technically like a hobby. But Mm -hmm. I'm a travel agent, so I love to travel. Um, I travel at least once a month. Um, My kids have been to so many different countries, and they love to travel. They get to experience me being at home with them. So Mm -hmm. I get them off to school. When they come home from school, I'm here. During the summertime, I'm here. I didn't grow up with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that I get to give that to them as well. And they're just so accustomed to it because they'll call me during the day. I forgot my math book. Can you? (laughs) What if I had to work? They like, work? Wow. (laughs) They don't even even see it any other way. (laughs) And... I'm teaching them entrepreneurship at a very, very young age. My oldest will be 13 next month, and he has absorbed so much knowledge. I listen to him talk to his friends, and it makes me so proud because he's really going to have such a head start because his father is an entrepreneur as well, and between the both of us, it's just like he knows everything that we know or going to know Everything that we know by the time he's 18, Mm -hmm. with our financial backing, he's going to be able to do whatever it is that he wants to do. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I didn't have that. Right. I I did not have that. I didn't grow up poor, but we weren't nowhere near set up how my kids are set up. Can we just talk about that for a second, though, because you just said something that for so many people, unfortunately, and especially in our community, that is not a reality either because they don't choose for it to be a a reality or unfortunately, they don't have the opportunity to. You just said with my you said my kid is going to be set up. Um, with entrepreneurial mindset and with our financial backing, he's going to be so good. That financial backing piece is everything. I was listening to a podcast um, recently. I love Patrice Washington's podcast. She had George C. Frazier on there. and They were talking about how um, African-Americans Unfortunately, we are the first generation or will be the first generation of people who the people that come after us are going to be worse off than we are because we are not investing enough in them so that they can do what they need to do as well as we're not doing what we need to do in terms of investments and um, making the type of money and the type of decisions that we need to make so that our future kids could be better off. And I just, I got to say that I applaud you so much for, you know, not just thinking about yourself, but thinking about leaving a legacy for your kids and being able to financially back their dreams in in this lifetime so that they could have a head start. Like that is that is everything. Yes. It's it's very important to me because like you said, a lot of African Americans in our community, we don't have the advantage advantages Wow, I can't even talk today. 
but we don't have that that other races may have and then also another thing is like you know once we become of age and start working if we're still in the home with our parents not all but a lot of parents will be like okay well you you're grown and you're working now so you need to pay x y and z to you know stay in this house you need to help out and it's all fine and dandy but as a child a young adult slash child you just have the mentality that if i'm going to be paying my parents two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars to stay here and i still have to abide by their rules then i'm just going to work more and move out onto my own and i can do whatever i want Mm -hmm. so that really just takes us 10 steps back because now we're working more instead of investing time into our education and or our own businesses yeah because it's like okay i'm moving out i don't want to pay in because that's what it boils down to it's like if i gotta pay then i should be able to do what i want and i'm sorry as long as you're a child in your parents house you may have some freedom but you're not doing what you want it's just it's not happening (laughs) so it's like okay well i'm gonna work more hours so i can afford my own place but you by you working those more hours now you can't invest into your business. Mm-hmm. Now you can't invest into your education. So then you get caught up in the rat race of trying to work and pay mm-hmm. bills at an early age, but you're not making enough right. to be financially stable because you don't have any experience because you're just starting out. And then you don't have the education because you went straight to work because... Mm-hmm. So it's just... I don't want that for my kids. They're going to be able to stay here as long as they need to, um, as long as they have a sound business plan. They're going to have the financial backing that they need to get their businesses started. Um, luckily for me, my first business was um, a digital project, a digital product based. Mm-hmm. So it didn't cost me any money to start up mm-hmm. because I sold digital products. It only cost me my time. So I would highly suggest that to anybody who's trying to get started and they don't have the capital, do a digital product. Mm-hmm. It's something that you know that somebody else don't know that they're willing to pay to get, I can assure you. And for my second business, though, whole different ballgame product, uh, physical product, and the overhead is very expensive. So I just feel like if, they were flipped if I tried to start the skincare prior to the fitness. Mm. I don't think the success would have been the same just because my fitness business is like 90% profit, maybe even 95% profit. Whereas my skincare business, not, not so much because mm-hmm. I have to buy everything, then sell it. Yeah. So... From, and that goes back to my kids. Like, if they have a product-based business that they want to start, they're not going to have to get a loan or, you know, try to work to build the capital that they need to start their business. They can come to their parents as long as, like I said, as long as they have all their ducks in a row. I'm not just going to be handing out money, but they got all their ducks in a row and it looks good to me. That's what that's what the other races do, and yep. that's why they're set up. So yeah, we're we're jumping in the game as well. 
I love that. I love that so much. And again, listen, I'm going to break that that little piece right there up into a bunch of sound bites because so many people need to hear it. Um, but one thing I was thinking about as you were talking was how the order of your businesses even came to be. And I believe, and I know you're a believer too, that that was divine. So what, um, what importance or how important is your faith and staying grounded in your faith and your beliefs? How important is that for your success in the businesses that you have seen? So... I've always been a believer. I've always had faith. I've never been much of a churchgoer or anything like that. And I will say that over the years, as I age and as I continue to be blessed, that my faith has improved Mm -hmm. a lot, a whole lot, actually, um, from it's just small things that I it's small things, it's big things. It's just, it's crazy how when you talk to him and when you pray and you just have faith that, you know, everything is going to work out, that it always does. And anytime that I'm feeling doubtful, which I'm doing such a good job of not having any doubt. Like before I used to doubt a lot before my younger years, but now it's just like anytime that a little bit of doubt starts to creep up. I ask myself one question. When is the last time he let you down? Mm. When is the last time? Don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> i like, I'll wait. <laughs> so, and then I'll be like, I can't think of a time. Like, it may have been a time where I thought I should have got something when I wanted it. But he didn't feel like... I needed it at that moment, so I got it later, and it was, like, times 10. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I, there there is no time. So, I pray, and I journal a lot, and I just, I speak what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't speak about what I don't want because it's irrelevant. And when you're saying things like, oh... I need more money so I can pay my bills or I can't pay this or whatever it is. It's like you're speaking that into existence. Even if you're saying like can't or I don't want. No, just reword it to I want this. I'm doing this or I don't even know if I'm saying this correctly because I know what I'm trying to say. You are. It's coming out, right? (laughs) But I don't speak on anything that I don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't speak on anything, anything doubtful. I don't, and you know, we're all human and we're wired a certain way. So it's, you're going to have slip ups, but catch yourself. No, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it because faith without Work is dead. dead. So you can't just be like, oh, I have faith and you just sitting on your butt. No. Faith without work is dead. So have faith that you're going to do it, but then also have a plan of how you're going to get to it. And you don't have to have the entire plan. You don't have to be able to see down the whole tunnel. You just need to be able to see five steps ahead. And you might not even know that in another 10 steps, it's a whole hole in the ground and it's 
the hole's too long and you trying to figure out how you're going to get over the hole, you ain't got to worry about none of that because he's going to have your back mm-hmm. the whole way through. He's going to build something to come pick you up, fly you over. Don't worry about that. You worry about it when you get there mm-hmm. and just know that by you having faith and you doing the work that he's going to make sure that you make it to the end of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. But and you'll and if you look for it, like purposely look for his blessings, and you'll just see them mm-hmm. all over, everywhere. And when you start to see more and more blessings, and it makes you believe and have faith more and more. And the more you have faith, the more you believe in yourself, and the more you believe that things can be accomplished. So you just carrying yourself each day that way. As if you already have it because you believe you already have it and then you get it. Like, if you get out of bed in the morning and you stump your toe and you already running late, you're like, oh, I'm going to have a bad day. Mm. Guess what? You always have a bad day because you didn't already made up your mind that mm. you're going to have a bad day. You didn't spoke it into existence. And now you're looking for every little thing in your day to tick you off. And you find it because you're looking for it. Yep. So, mm. Adrian, you, you are so you are intentional. So intentional. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I believe that this is what it's all about. Like, even even on our journey to wholeness, to entrepreneurship, to whatever it is that we are trying to pursue. That intentional piece, intentionally watching what you say, how you command your day, how you go after the things that you say you want, even journaling like you talked about, like you are dropping so many nuggets because so many people desire to be in the in the place that you're in, but they don't want to do the work. And a lot of the work is internal. Most of the stuff that you talked about today, I don't even know if you realize it, but it was it was so many internal pieces that had to be put in place before you could even have the the whatever it is that you needed to create the business. And so I'm always talking about and this is what this this show is all about, like being intentional about what you say, how you think, um, how you respond, what you do, because all of that leads to making progress. Right. But we got to be intentional and do it on purpose. And girl, I mean, I just I love you so much. (laughs) Um, What are some current goals that you might be pursuing I mean you could just give us a little teeny bit that you might be pursuing and that could be in business or even personally and what steps are you taking to achieve them um my current goals is I'm strictly focused well, I won't say strictly but majority of my focus is on my skincare business mm-hmm. because it's my new baby and Um, I'm a Sagittarius. We're very wishy-washy all over the place. And once we're fixated on something, we're like fixated until it's no longer exciting anymore. Mm -hmm. So with that said, I am fixated right now on my skincare business. And I really want to grow it to um, be bigger actually than my fitness business 
Um, just because I have more passion for it right now, I'm still going to keep both businesses around. So my goal is to grow it bigger mm -hmm. than my fitness business this year, which is a pretty big goal because my fitness business is pretty, pretty big, pretty big deal. Um, so that's, that's my goal. Mm -hmm. And I've been making strides. And one thing I will say is the plan does not have to be difficult. The mm -hmm. plan can be easy. And I actually suggest an easy plan because an easy plan is something that you can stick with. Mm -hmm. So something as simple as I'm going to post every day at this time with some valuable content. Content that's either going to teach my people something content that's going to advertise my business, content that is going to make my potential customers feel good about themselves, whatever it is that you decide you're going to post. I'm going to reach out to X amount of customers every single day and see how their products is working for them. Is there anything that I can do for them or whatever? Just make your plan simple. Mm -hmm. And do it every single day. And you'll see the momentum and the traction starts to build up. It's just frustrating in the beginning because it's like, do people even see my posts? Because mm -hmm. no one's liking it. No one's sharing it. And you're like, dang, do people even see? Trust me. Somebody sees it. Mm -hmm. They may not be liking it, but they see it. Mm -hmm. and, and when you continue to be consistent... And show that you know what you're talking about and that you have quality products, whatever they may be, and that you have a few reviews. Because in the beginning, you won't have very many reviews, but you have a few reviews to back it up and you just stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Trust me, it'll grow. It will grow. Love that. So I have to share my testimony. <laughs> um, I bought the Blake & Co. Shea Cashmere Body Butter. And when I tell you, it's all that. It goes on so smooth. It is not greasy at all. And it literally lasts all day. And I know my own skin. Once I put on, when I used to go to like Target, pick up something, I will put it on in the morning. By the time I get outside, I'm ashy all over again. And I actually had just told my students that I have like chronic ashiness because I'm like, obviously something's wrong with my skin because none of these, none of the products that I was buying was working. But then I met you and I bought the Shea Cashmere uh, body butter and the Shea Cashmere. I know you have a whole bunch of other scents, but that's the one that I fell in love with. And I tell you, when I put it on, it lasts all day. My my chronic ashiness, I'm healed, girl. And so I appreciate your products. And um, I know that your business, the Blake and COVID body butter and body product business, because it's not just the butters, it's going to grow larger than the doll face fit business simply because you're intentional about it and you have a bomb product that so many people are looking for with that being said you have a pop quiz and then you'll be able to share with us how we can find out more about you are you ready for your pop quiz oh lord yes <laughs> okay okay first question, first question. in three, in words, three or words or less, or less describe, describe your, journey your journey to wholeness, to wholeness. 
in three words or less. Mm-hmm. Journey to wholeness. Um, pray, travel, meditate. Mm-hmm. Put that on a t-shirt. What does progress along this journey, journey look like, look for, like you? for you? Progress along this journey. Just to be more organized, mm-hmm. more clarity, and more visible to my ideal clients. Yeah. Like, that is pretty much all I need to determine my progress on this journey like if I'm visible and I'm clear have my clarity about what it is that I'm trying to do then I'm good Mm -hmm. a lot of us are all over the place I'm I'm a lot of us like (laughs) I'm all over the place I have to and I always like when I want to get something done I literally have to lock myself in my room and just Woosa and bring it in because I'm like pinging ideas and thoughts like mm-hmm. I can't I have to shut my brain down and just focus mm-hmm. so that's one of the big things that I'm working on um, clarity and consistency is like it for 2020 is what mm-hmm. I'm working on like bring it in Adrian focus focus <laughs> I'm sure you're doing an amazing job at it because you are already showing the fruit of that. The third and final question before we get to you sharing how we can find out more about you is what is one thing that people can do to live an intentional, purposeful life starting today? Um, two things. Oh, you said one thing. (laughs) I do too. Because you're my friend. Okay, so thing one is journaling what you want. What you want and how you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. So that's thing one. And then thing two is, we already touched on this, is to work in silence. And the reason behind that, so like for me, I went on a secret diet. The main reason I went on a secret diet was because I didn't want people in my business. Because, you know, when you're on a diet or on a fitness journey and you eating that one bad thing, everybody got something to say, I thought you was on a diet. Like, and it's just, it's discouraging and you don't need that type of negativity in your life. So, and that can apply to any situation. And then not only that is when you speak it, and your subconscious is kind of like telling your subconscious that it's already happened. Mm. So that's why speaking things into existence is so huge. Is because when you speak it, your subconscious is believing that it already happened. So when you are like have these big business plans and you're boasting and telling everybody, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and this is going to happen... And your subconscious is like already happening. So your brain is already rewarding you for something that you haven't even done to work on. And that's why so many people don't get started. It's because they didn't already 
got that endorphin rush of mm. completing a job just from bragging and they haven't even done any of the work. Mm. So that's why working in silence is key. And that's that's my two cents. Listen, Listen. those two cents right there just snatched my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> really, really, really did. Really did. Um, okay, so okay. tell us how we can find you on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you are, as well as online, how we can um, patronize your businesses. Like, give us all the details. Okay, so for Dollface Fit, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Dollface Fit for both. Um, my personal uh, Dollface Fit page on Instagram is the Boss Doll. Mm-hmm. Online, it is www.dollfacefit.com. And for my skincare business, um, it's Blake and Co. on Facebook. On Instagram, it's blake.n.co. And online is www.blakeinco.com. I will be sure to link all of that below in the show notes for everyone who may be driving or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. Just want to let everybody know, thank you so much for listening in and make sure you share this episode Adrian dropped so much. I mean, just from sharing about her personal journey to wholeness to how she then took that same, uh, the same lessons from that journey and secured the bag. Okay, so we got both sides of the of the coin in this episode. You don't want to keep it to yourself. Adrian, thank you so, so, so much for sharing and being a part of this community. Really, really appreciate it. We're definitely going to continue to patronize you, pray for you, as well as big you up, girl, because you're doing some amazing things. Guys, take care. Have a amazing week, and I will see you next week here on Progress on Purpose podcast. Keep living intentionally and making progress on purpose. Take care.